Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well, just like a brook that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly. Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. This guided meditation is designed to take you away from the worry, the hustle and bustle, the energy that you get caught up in and forget about taking care of yourself. That's what this time is for. It is to take you to a clearer space within that is always there and always available. So I'd like everyone who is listening that can to just come to a place of calmness within and begin breathing in and out in a very slow and calming manner. As you close your eyes, remembering to breathe in and out very calmly. And listen to the words in our guided meditation taken from the book Enlightenism. I affirm today that I am greater than the I that I created. I enter into this day, awaken to the greater power of enlightenism existing within me. I am a fearless warrior, without doubt, anger, fear, and worry. I am freed of lack, limitation, and struggle. There are no problems greater 
than my awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete. I command all the illusions to disappear into the nothingness from whence they came. I am committed in this day to not accepting the pain and suffering from anyone I interact with as my own. I share my light of enlightenment with all beings and encourage them to seek the greater power of enlightenment to give them succor. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenment within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath in through your nose and let it out very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. I now give you Brother Malcolm, author, philosopher, prophet, speaker, and creator of Enlightenism. Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. Right on target today. (laughs) At least it's right on target to me. So I will say that much. Your guided meditation is great for everyone that's listening, but it's particularly right on target for me. And I'll tell you why. I like I like the part where you read the uh, in the meditation. I am committed in this day to not accepting the pain and suffering from anyone. I interact with as my own. Absolutely. Love that. In fact, I'm going to base my remarks today on on that statement because I almost fell into that trap. Just almost. (laughs) I said, I got into somebody's stuff. (laughs) You tried to drag me in. And I said, oh, let me straighten out this problem. Right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay, folks, I'm Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. Who are you aware of being? Seek and you shall find the greater power within you. This is a a broadcast that deals with self-acquired intuitive knowledge, meaning you are acquiring knowledge from the intuitive consciousness within you and creating a new mindset. 
Today I'm sharing insight on cleansing the mind of complacency. And I just commented on what uh, Carolyn had uh, said in her meditation. I am committed in this day to not accept the pain and suffering from anyone I interact with as my own. That's one of the most important things that we can bring into our life today, one of the most important insights, I should say, because clearing the mind of complacency means we desire for things to remain the same. We want things to be familiar. We want things to look a certain way. We want to plan our lives based upon things remaining the same. So everyone is planning, and I shouldn't say everyone, so please forgive me. People are planning their lives based upon things remaining the same. So you'll have your retirement, your 401Ks, all of the restaurants, all of the things, all of the airlines, all the automobiles, and all of the things will remain basically the same. And you can plan your life around things that are familiar to you. So you want things to remain the same. When you get into understanding how technology is beginning to rule us, it's beginning to control us. And and when you recognize that technology is actually ruling people and people are not ruling technology. And I was talking to someone today about technology. And they wanted to tell me that technology said that if you don't do such and such by such and such a time, the machine automatically kicks in a notice. And therefore, you are unable to change it. They're not unable to change it. And I thought about that and was trying to explain something to someone that you are a human being. So you are a human being, and most, I said, and most people deal with, if you close on Sunday, the business closed on Sunday, then Monday it becomes the next business day. Where you can, and that was the gist of the, of the conversation. And the person kept regurgitating the same thing back and forth, back and forth. It's the computer. The computer kicks it in. The computer kicks it in. And so I asked the person, I said, you're a human being. Can you change the computer? Can't change the computer. It's set up. You can't change the computer. And I said, well, then why are you here? If all of the people that work for you can't change the computer and you can't change it, then why do they need you? You know, why? See, then you get into understanding this is all over the United States of America. What is happening to us without us realizing it, these machines are controlling us. And we are hiding behind the machine. Case in point, someone in a corporate level sets up a machine has someone to come in and set it up, program the machine. And all of the people that are working have to follow the program. And none of them can override the program. 
what, human beings can no longer think for themselves. And I really wanted to change the person. <laughs> As we said, I wanted to take ownership of her confusion. Bring it into my life where I would become the problem solver. Then I began to think about how life was 15, 20 years ago. That it seemed to be that people were not controlled by machines. You had supervisors and people that were human beings could override it. So you would go to someone that could override it. The people at the lower level, they could just go with the machine says, and you talk to a human being, and they put in some codes and change it. Now, that's complacency on my part. See, I wanted things to be the way I want them to be. I don't want people, I don't desire to see people become victimized by technology. They still believe that human beings exist with the capacity to think beyond machines. Still understand that when I go into a a supermarket or some store to purchase things, they all have these self checkout lines now, where you can just go up to a machine and check out the product. Yeah, people, human beings standing around, I guess, in case the machine malfunctions. And I thought about it, the machines are going to replace the people that are watching the machines, they're checking to see for malfunctions. And they're going to lose their jobs. And they're supporting technology to erase their jobs. But they don't believe it because it's difficult to believe that things are not going to be the same when you reach a certain point in your life. You want it to be the same. You're planning on things basically being the same, but things are changing every day right in front of you. Technology is taking over the minds of human beings. Then you say, why do you need any human beings in the bank at all? Why do you need any cashiers in the grocery store? You don't. You don't need them. That's what's going to be the ultimate decision. You don't need them because the machines can do the work for you. And if you think this is far-fetched, just think about how you're purchasing things online. All the things that you can buy online. All of the major stores encourage people that you get a better price if you go online. You'll get a better price than dealing with a human being. I said, now, wait a minute. If we're losing control of ourselves with technology and we're unaware of it, then what's going to happen to us as human beings? We're not going to even be able to interact with each other. We're going to move farther and farther away from each other so we're not even talking to each other. And then after a while, you don't want to talk to each other. You think about it, we would rather text. I find out I am texting people more than talking with them on the telephone. And I said, why? So it's more convenient. Then you reach a point and say, well, maybe I don't want to talk. 
And that's what this message is about today, cleansing the mind of complacency, because we are becoming complacent in a society that's trying to replace us so that we are not interacting with each other in any powerful, meaningful situation. In, in other words, we have no empathy or understanding about the human, the humans we interact with. Don't have any, we don't have any real connection. So you cannot even breathe air. You cannot do anything without a machine telling you what to do. You now have machines driving the automobiles. They're going to replace all of the people that are working in the auto parts departments and all of these other places. They're all going to lose their jobs to technology. But they don't know. They don't know that with the eradication of the automobile, the gasoline automobile, you don't need all of the other things. And I said to myself, what am I planning for? How is my life different? If I'm still a victim of complacency, then I want to say, don't you see that you have some power, that you don't want to become obedient, subservient to a machine? Where is this power that I am talking about? Here I am on the broadcast talking about self-acquired intuitive knowledge, consciousness of truth. And the whole world around me is not dealing with anything remotely con related to self-acquired intuitive knowledge. They're they're devoted to technology. They're devoted. This is what the machine says. So there's no there is no consciousness in a machine. And now the consciousness in the human being is dying becoming subservient to technology. Well, I want to say to all of you today, cleanse the mind of complacency with a new system of thought. Don't lose, don't lose yourself into technology so that you become a servant of a machine and that you want to participate in an organization where humans cannot override a machine because that's a dangerous place to be if you want to wake up and discover this self-acquired intuitive knowledge. Your resistance remains low because of where you place yourself. This message of enlightenism is dealing with consciousness, not machines, not technology. You don't need to become really efficient in technology to deal with enlightenism. You don't need any of the things in technology to deal with enlightenism except your desire to reconnect to this greater power within you, which is unconditioned consciousness, the consciousness of truth. And so I'll come back and pick back up on it. I'm going to give you a little example of technology with Noah's Ark. You heard about that, the biblical statement that the world is coming to the end. So Noah built an ark. And I'm going to connect 
Noah's Ark to what I was talking about earlier about technology. And you can see the similarities a thousand years apart. Here's Sister Carolyn. Give us a little break here with some great insights. You're listening to Brother Malcolm Kelly's Powers of the Mind Hour, a Healing of the Mind broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe to the Healing of the Mind broadcast and become a supporter of Enlightenism. Learn how to use the inner mind power of Enlightenism. Enlightenism empowers you to create a new way to think and live. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. I am Brother Malcolm, the Powers of the Mind author. You're listening to Enlightenism, a new way to think and live, healing the minds with Enlightenism with meditations and insights. You just heard a message from Sister Carolyn, and I'm shedding light today on cleansing the mind of complacency, getting out of this trap, this trap that the mind is being placed into, this prison of technology so that we can focus on consciousness. Before the break, I said I was going to talk a little bit about Noah's Ark. Many of you have heard the story. It's a metaphor. It's not a literal thing. In other words, Noah didn't have the capacity to put every species in an ark that wasn't very large. So it wasn't as large as the Titanic. So they don't have that capacity. So it's a metaphor. Don't get carried away. He wasn't able to gather up all the things around the world. The metaphor is is that there was change coming, cleansing of the status quo. Things were cleansing. There was a change coming. And he wanted to awaken the people, a change is coming. Well, people are not interested in the change. They want to continue to party and do the things that they were doing. We're not interested in what Noah had to say. Because first of all, they don't believe it. No one is going to believe things are going to be different in your life if you're starting to work now and you're 21 years old, that by the time you're retired 65, you expect that things are going to be basically the way they are now. And that you, everything you have invested will remain the same as it is right now. You'll have the same retirement, same benefits, and so forth, because this is the way you live in your life. So here comes Enlightenism. Enlightenism is focusing on technology and where you're living. Where you're living in your own mindset. That you cannot have Enlightenism and technology with technology being greater than enlightenism. Enlightenism is always the greater power, and enlightenism is always consciousness. It is never a machine. It is never technology. So when you think that things are going to remain the same, we get kind of upset when we discover with interaction that things are not the same or the way that we think they are or the way that we think they should be. So what is this all about? Well, folks, it's about a mindset. It's about you deciding 
what kind of power you want to place in your life, what kind of power you want to give to external things, what kind of power you want to give to technology so that your children and you others can be so happy that you know how to operate cellular phones and computers and tablets and then to replace yourself without realizing you're replacing yourself. So at a point when the people are replaced, they will want enlightenment. They'll want something because it's all disappeared and no, listen to me, no one is responsible. It's the machine. No one is responsible for the destruction of the human mind. It's a machine. Machines did it. Machines programmed it. And then someone asks you the question, who are you? Who are you aware of being? And the person cannot even answer the question. Why does someone need a human being that cannot override a a computer? Why? You don't need a person unless they can override what the mind has created. And you cannot get enlightenment unless you can override toxicity in your life. If you cannot override toxicity and you are blaming others, for your own toxicity and then saying it's somebody else's responsibility to change. And the people are saying we can't change because this is the way life is. I, you heard people say it all the time. I didn't create the rules. I'm just following them. This has been the cry throughout history where human beings have absolved themselves of any responsibility to change their lives. So whether you're living in the Jim Crow song, you're living in slavery, or wherever you're living, it's not the people's fault. They say, I didn't make the rules. I just follow them. If someone says you need to have racial segregated facilities, all of the people that are supporting it, both in terms of enforcing it and the ones that are trying to get in, say, well, I didn't make the rules. You can't talk to me. So someone said, how do we change the rules so we can vote? So we need to go talk to a manager. Okay, let's talk to a manager, so forth and so on. And you see where this is going. This discussion is going. And then you get to a point where nothing changes. And when you recognize that, that means the world is coming to an end as you know it in terms of the mindset, not literally. And therefore, you need to create a new beginning, a new mindset that's outside of the limitations and the scope of knowledge of these machines so that you are able to understand that you are someone with power and clarity and you have a consciousness and you don't want to lose your consciousness to a machine. Who are you aware of being? Then you don't even know the answer to it, even in toxicity. Back up on the subject later on in the week. 
cleansing the mind of complacency. I'm Brother Malcolm. Here's Sister Carol to close this out. See you back on the radio tomorrow at 12 p.m. Have a great day. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.